Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like, what's the, the, the significance the, of this, the <laughs> fact that y'all put him in a Raiders outfit? I just, I had never in a million years thought we were going to, you know, have this conversation. Well, they have a Chapel of Love out there where Elvis is there year-round, and you can go get married by Elvis any time of the day. <laughs> Brad, I understand the connection between Las Vegas and Elvis. What I'm saying is when you put him inside Allegiant and put a Raiders jersey and pads sure. on him. Well, that's Vegas' sa- franchise. It's, it's saying he's now connected to the Raiders as well. Absolutely. Uh, if I was Elvis, it's I'd a, be rolling over in my grave connected a, to anything Mark Davis is doing right now. It's that ridiculous. He was a fan of the Raiders. He's a big Raiders fan. Huge. Like, he, you know, was locked in with them every step of the way. Yeah, now, now you don't know that. We can tell. I just did. You're not, making that part of it up. I just don't. I did not think in a million years we were going to come in here and have. You know, I didn't think you were you were going to be outraged by fandom. You're, you're literally just talking about parts of Allegiant Stadium, both with UNLV and the Raiders. But, but it but it did get out of your skin when you saw the painting for the first time. Yes, yeah, so that, again, I wanted the significance of it. Why is he in a Raiders he, jersey? He texted me. He te- you could just have him out. Just have a picture of Elvis. There. Too many liberties. But Doesn't make to, any sense you, to put him in the Raiders jersey. But you have to you're though. If you're going, you, it's the Raiders Stadium. No, so it's you just, gotta, is Mark Davis being dumb, Mark Davis? I like this. What about Marilyn Monroe? Do you have a problem with that? You said that was just in regular Las Vegas garb. Well, no, Raiders garb. She has like a she's like a Raiderette. So this is something all that's all through the stadium. Yeah, everything's with, it's, uh, yes, it's all Raiders. With Everything's more a Raiders. than just Marilyn and Elvis, that would do a better job in explaining the significance. I don't know that, that you've taken stars celebrity. and and put Raiders outfits on a multitude Vegas? of stars. That would make some some more sense than just having a random Elvis there in a Raiders outfit. I, I want to say it, Vegas takes a lot of liberties. See, I will look, say this. That's right across from Elvis. It's Marilyn Monroe as, in, a, as in a, a Raider. In, okay. And, yeah. and my guess is there's going to be more than just Marilyn and Elvis now that you've shown yeah, me. Yeah, there's actually a, there's a painting of Denzel yeah. in, in Raiders gear as well. And probably Hilton John or something, though. Brendan Fraser. No, but they, like, they have famous Vegas people like Flavor Flav is huge out there because he lives there. Like, mm-hmm. there's all these really strange connections. It is, uh, it is a weird town. Yeah, the, weird the, town. The celebrity role at Allegiant is Marilyn Monroe, Elvis, Denzel, Brendan Fraser, uh, oh, he shouldn't be on. Not Brendan Fraser. Uh, Nat King Cole. They have yeah, Nat, the, the Rat Pack uh, in a uh, in a Raider, you know, snapback. As you know, it looks like it's all dead folks. So they didn't have to ask, and they just said, "We're going to make you a Raider." <laughs> yeah. So any dead person, sure, uh, Elvis in Maryland. Yeah, King Tut, uh, the yeah. Inform, former Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah, I mean, you name the person. None of the dumb Mark Davis ideas. Mm. Uh, it's like what it smells like. <laughs> yes. <to me. laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, Christopher Reeve is there, so. Uh, it's I, I I employ you to take a visit one day so that you can see the celebrity mural row, man. You'll enjoy it. You'll get a kick out of it. All right, we come back. We're gonna give out some respect burgers. Then Jason Fitz is gonna join us. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. You look like an Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. John Moran is probably going to earn, you know, multiple Respect Burgers over his career in Memphis, and hopefully it's one where he spends his entire career at Memphis. It's been a heck of an offseason for him. He's obviously got rich. Um, there's no question about it. He's got money coming, having signed that extension, the max extension, and he's shown how generous he is with it. We saw him in a restaurant earlier this offseason. Uh, gave a woman a $500 tip. The waitress uh, gave him a $500 tip, too. Uh, he's also very generous with his family. He's giving them cars, everything else. Saw this weekend. Uh, it went viral as well. John Morant in a in his cove. It looks like I think it's out in Eads, Tennessee, where he lives. Yep. Bought his parents a home. I believe the CA has put up a story as well to go along with it since this thing's gone viral. Uh, if you would, listen to the audio of the cove in the Eads. Look at my crib. Hey, Pops. We neighbors now. <laughs> hey, I can't come to your house. That's great. And you can you can uh, you can later hear his dad playfully calling for security to stay away wow. from us. That's that's the American dream right there. Uh, being able to take care of your parents and obviously John's been doing that for a while. The whole family is built around him essentially. Um, no question about that. But the way he has been able to the the way he's used the money uh, and taking care of his family is something we could all we all hope to as as sons and daughters at one time to be in a position where we could take care of our family like that. And maybe we don't do it in that John Morant way, uh, being able to buy him a home, but maybe we do it all in our own little way in terms of being able to take care of mom and dad. But I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's uh, Kyle Anderson's old house, too, that usually I think at one point was owned by Lorenzen Wright. But they are out there in the Cove and Eads. John Morant and I, his parents, are neighbors. And uh, you got to respect a, a son or daughter who takes care of her parents. And Josh certainly able to do it in a way 
Man, we'd all all be nice to do. Maybe one day we'll hit the lottery, John. You see, by the way, that, that lottery winner uh, hadn't come forward with that ticket yet. Last I saw on that. Oh, really? Yeah, that one up in Illinois. That ticket's still out. They got a year to do it, but they last I checked, they hadn't cashed it in yet. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know if that part, that might be one of those tickets that blew out the window, John. Oh, my god. Remember goodness. like Doster said Whoa. with uh, Memphis and Imani Bates? What if you were somebody? What if it's the winning ticket and it literally wow. blew out the window? You're Nobody's in claimed Illinois it yet. That, like you know you bought a ticket and you know that the winner has oh, not claimed no. it and you're like where you, know, you lost your ticket? He's sick. Yeah, that's that is nasty. Um, respect burgers in order again. You're talking about greatness, but Tom Brady, uh, we touched on this, voted number one in terms of players, uh, t- number one in the NFL top 100 done by players on the NFL Network. It's voted on by his peers. Uh, it's for the fourth time in his career and fourth time, yes, since 2011. He gets it because of what he did last season. 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns. That was all done at the age of 44. Tom is now 45. Uh, last year, that 5,316 yards, we touched on this earlier, that's the most passing yards ever for him. Now, remember, he did do it with one more game. You're adding that 17th game, but there's no way in heck. A 44-year-old should be throwing for 5,300 yards. Uh, I don't care how many games you give him. That 43 touchdowns as well was the second highest. I, you know, to be named ahead of Aaron Rodgers, ahead of Aaron Donald, ahead of Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor was fifth, Patrick Mahomes was number eight, and Josh Allen. To be ahead of them on a list where you're voted by, uh, by, on by your peers, I don't think it, in terms of respect level, I don't think it gets any greater than that. Now, John's saying uh, Tom looks a little different since he came back from the break. Uh, but that is neither here nor there. Respect burger for him, a goat, and then also for Serena Williams, who tonight will open play in the U.S. Open, probably her last U.S. Open. Um, they're hoping, John, that with this draw, she can actually win a couple of uh, matches. We've seen lately from her play where she's bowed out early, and she hasn't been playing very well uh, on this don't call it retirement. She sort of called it an involvement. She's seeking her seventh U.S. Open title again. It uh, it starts tonight for her. She's tied right now with Chris Everett with six U.S. Open titles. That's the most among women. Of course, she's got 23 major singles titles. Uh, winning the U.S. Open would represent a 24th entire with Margaret Court, although we don't uh, foresee that happening. Uh, she should obviously get the respect burger now. You know, you, you, Again, with the way she's played, uh, it hasn't been this – this beautiful ending to her career, but hopefully she has a nice little run uh, this month, starting next month, going into next month in the U.S. Open uh, as well. And then on the, the high school football side, two things. John touched on this earlier. I had a respect burger for my man Gene Robinson, who's out at Germantown, knocks off two uh, private school powers in back-to-back weeks and knocking off Christian Brothers and MUS, but also in, in to move to 2-0 and o, uh, for Germantown. But then on the other side of this as well, I'd mentioned this on Friday before we got, as we got out of here. I, w- I want to highlight it again because it's the other side of it. And yet, those these kids go out there just like they do at uh-huh. at, 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 at at Germantown and at Christian Brothers and at MUS. They go out there at every night trying to come away with a win. Uh, Hamilton last Thursday. A Hamilton team that had the state's longest losing streak at 41 games. And you want to talk about Manti Teow's and memes and everything else. They had become that. Those kids were hearing it over at Hamilton High School after dropping 41 straight games. I think this dates all the way back to 2016 or somewhere in there in terms of when they won their last game. They uh, uh, beat Wooddale 24 to nothing on Thursday night. And for Jarrell Blanchard, uh, the uh, Carver High product, who I believe is in his first year as head coach there, he had been an assistant coach. 
uh, to see those kids afterwards, what it meant to them to end the streak. Again, they had predicted as much in the preseason and some preseason stories about saying that this was going to be the year. Well, what necessarily? I mean, you guys have lost for years. What's going to be different this year? Yep. Apparently, the heart and everything else and what Jarrell Blanchard brought to the table as their leader. But again, you know, Hamilton High is going to lose more games here going forward. There, this is a process in terms of trying to put that thing back on the map, but to end again what had been a streak that goes back to 2016 and, and would have been a real embarrassment and a, a, a you know a sore spot for those kids over there at Hamilton to become a point of pride again to get that off their backs was huge for those kids over in South Memphis and again I tip my cap to Jarrell Blanchard and oh by the way two of the kids that are on the team Adarius Houston and Jackson Tate uh, uh, both go to my church as well so uh, those young boys go to Bible study and everything else with us, so I'm happy for uh, Hamilton and and, and certainly for Jarrell Blanchard ending the streak. Hopefully, they can continue to take more steps up. Uh, you never like to see that level of uh, John be down that long, especially for kids. No, you question. know at that level, man, that can that can start to wear on you. So those are my respect burgers. I have one for Lizzo as well. Respect. But I thought, you know what? You know, I didn't want that to be taken the wrong way. Is this that from I was the VMAs? Getting... Yes, it was. She let it off last night. She was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Actually, won an award as well in the VMAs. But every time I watch her perform, I sit back and smile and am so entertained, John. She's fantastic at what she does. And she told all the haters and critics, and I thought of you when she was saying that. She said, look at me. I'm winning. So I don't need to say a damn She's thing to sure. the John Martins and the haters of That's the world. Right. She's so winning, man. Lizzo, even on Nicki Minaj's night, Nicki got like a what lifetime. Boy, she had she a got like of, a lifetime woo. achievement award. Yes. So Nicki was a, a big part of the awards on VMAs last night. But even on a night where Nicki shined, I thought Lizzo, yeah. just like she always does, shine, shine, shine. Don't roll your eyes. No, one of the greatest roll athletes your eyes about of our Lizzo. time. Yeah. She, should, she should be in the NFL 100. You know, she should have made it. If you would have seen her dancing and singing, you'd said no. Absolutely. That's impressive. Unparalleled, really. Unparalleled. Um, I am going to give a disrespect dog to Jim Harbaugh. I Look, he, he doesn't want to say who his quarterback is because they don't know. Uh, they, they, wanted, they, don't, they, they still want to see, you know, game action, I guess, from Silly. Caden McNamara and J.J. McCarthy. But rather than just come out and say that right. explicitly, and that we don't quite know yet, he decided to uh, get into the – the good book. He said uh, it's really based on biblical. No, this is really what he said. He said, some people have asked, how did you come to that decision? Was it based on some kind of NFL model? No, it's really based on biblical. Solomon, he was known to be a pretty wise person. Yeah, that's this, these were words from Jim Harbaugh today about his quarterback battle. And God, I'm not um, an active church scholar, but I believe that uh, Solomon, in fact, did not split the baby. Right? Mm-hmm. I think he ultimately did not do that. <laughs> so it's the, the you know you, you might be Solomon, you might not, Coach, but you're splitting the baby. Solomon didn't do that. Solomon awarded custody of that baby to the to the to, to one of the women. You know, and that's what he refuses to do with that quarterback job. So I hadn't heard the quote about Solomon, yeah. but what I'd assumed was this was Harbaugh being trying to be smart here. Harbaugh trying to show us all how much smarter than he is, and it's just confirmed. Well, he he said no person that's biblical, no person that no person knows what the future holds. Like I don't understand why he had to go here. It literally so is. About it's this. very weird. It's very it's a very weird thing to do in college football. Like I have no problem with your faith. You know, like you want to be like. There's plenty of coaches who have devout faith, but but this is about 
a football player versus another football player. Right. This is not about. This is not a. This is not a biblical. You know. Uh, sense here, man. It's ridiculous. You're not. Is it, what we do? And then you didn't even get the the the. You know the story right. Mm-hmm. Solomon didn't split the baby. You split the baby. Pick a quarterback, man. It's that simple. Well, you he's know. gonna have to. Who they open with? This is what oh, I was Hawaii. Who's Michigan's? Stop. Sorry, they, uh, Colorado <laughs> State, and then they play Hawaii. Yeah, that's still, they're gonna score hundred on Hawaii. They're bo- the, yeah. that, that's the problem. Both quarterbacks are gonna look awesome, right? Yeah. So you're gonna learn nothing. So you got so spend that time getting back into the Bible, you know, and get your and get your stories right. Get your get your Bible verses right, because that's not, you know, what Solomon would have done. Solomon would have made a choice, right? He would have said, "Okay, I decide. It will be mm-hmm. Cade." Cade will be the starter. Mm-hmm. But you have not done that, Jim. You are no Solomon. And I tell you, it doesn't sound like you didn't watch you didn't watch much of the VMAs last night. No, I don't I don't watch uh, award shows, you, man. You've aged out. I haven't watched award shows in a long time, but yeah, like if if I were to tune in like Nicki Minaj getting lifetime achievement awards, that is like how old I am. Nicki Minaj like when I was like, you know, 20, 21 years old, like she was the it girl. She mm-hmm. was like all over every song and now she's like getting She's being phased out. She's getting career achievement awards. I don't know any of those. I don't know any of the. I, I I can't imagine how you how many people you knew. I knew Lizzo. She opened up. I knew Jack Harlow. How many other performers were there? Oh, there's several. I will say, I I felt old when Harlow goes and the legend. I'm working with Fergie, and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, Fergie's a legend. Now. But you got to have her on the song, right on that. On she that was song, on that track. That, yeah. 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 Was it uh, glamorous? It was a glamorous yeah. Yeah, exactly, redone. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. He used her sampling and no, all that I, stuff. No, I just. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, you know, it, even like hip hop now, like oh, there's all these, all these, you know, all these names and stuff that I do, like. There's Memphis rappers that I've never heard a song from, you know, like uh, who is the big homie witch? I don't know, I don't know any of his his work. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm finally familiar with, um, you know, Key Glock. You know, Key Glock's like that's his next gen Memphis rap as I'm as I can get right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know much big. I mean, I know Big Thirty. I don't know his, I don't know his stuff. Yeah, I don't think I, I I saw most of the amazes. I didn't I don't think we had money back last night. I don't right. think we had the, mm-hmm. in terms of Memphis connections yeah. that were performing. I don't think he did last night. Yeah, I'm aging now, man. I can't be thirty I can't be thirty five years old driving down the street. Well, listening. I can't be the forty five year old guy that watches it for the show. You gotta still check no, in every you, once in a while. No, I can't you, be the one guy that's still yeah, you gotta, you trying gotta, to keep in touch with that, this that's stuff. problematic. That's definitely problematic. That you're tuning in and watching that. Um, I just want to make sure I'm keeping up with the time. Because you're well, you're you're losing a lot of your DJ grip. Khaled. You hear the new DJ Khaled? It's got uh, Wayne on it. It's got Jay Z on it. You haven't heard about this? It's gone viral. Mm-mm. God did it. You didn't heard about this? Mm-mm. Man, you got to get caught up, brother. You had a little daughter and you didn't slow down. You don't watch TV. You don't listen to music anymore. I aged you don't watch 50 VMAs. Years. It's amazing. I, I aged fifty years, man. I had that kid. I'm like, you know, all I know is like, all right, I know who's starting for Michigan on week in week one. <laughs> You know, it's K, and that's going to be J.J. McCarthy. And I, beyond that, I don't know. All right, we'll come back. Jason Fitz is going to join us. We'll talk to him about college football, about the NFL, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. FanDuel wants you to be ready now that we're into the real week one of college football. Right now, new customers can get $150 in free bets guaranteed 
for week one. Just place a $5 bet, and you can get $150 in free bets, win or lose. What you going to do with free bets? We'll put them on a future. Uh, seems pretty smart to me. How about Alabama to win the whole thing? Or Alabama just go 12-0 and in the regular season? Either way, I think you got a winner there. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. The app's easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great odds. And when you win, you'll get paid fast. So see for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel app today and sign up with the promo code JSmith and place a $5 bet to get $150 in free bets guaranteed to kick off the college football season. Again, that's J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of Odyssey. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 9-9-7-8-9. Jason Fitz is here like he is every single Monday on the show. We appreciate him as always. Catch him everywhere on ESPN. He's doing college football shows this weekend, Sports Center on Snapchat, Spain and Fitz. The man is all over. Fitz, what's the word, man? Man, I'm just going to, you know, I don't usually shamelessly self-promote with you guys, but I will shamelessly self-promote for college football fans. The college football show is back this weekend. Uh, week one will be the first weekend I do this almost every year from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN app, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all those digital places. We do an hour straight, no commercials, just college football highlights and set up for the big game. It is always a hectic blast, but also I don't even think this is public info yet, so maybe I'll get in trouble for saying it, but I have a new co-host this year, and uh, he's joining ESPN for the first time, A.J. McCarron, going to be hanging out with me every Saturday. He's, uh, he's had a lot of success right. in college football, so you know now he gets to ride my coattails. It's a big success Saturdays, 7, 8 p.m. So if you love college football, frankly, our show is better than the rest on the network because we don't have commercials and we goop around more. Absolutely. Uh, a former Raider, A.J. McCarron, by the way. Yeah, 100%. You know, I, I, one of my buddies texted me and said, "How many? what's the over-under? How many minutes before you ask him about the Raiders? And I said, a minute and a half. I'll give it a minute and a half. No question. And, and, and the answer will probably last, you know, less than a minute and a half, you know. But, but it, he still wore the uniform, and that's, and that's what matters. But, yes, we'll all, we'll all be tuned in uh, this weekend. Fitz, why, why is it so hard? We were talking about this last week, and I thought uh, we saw another example in Dublin. Why has it been so hard for non-Power 5 coaches, the best of the AAC, to transition into the Power 5, Scott Frost being the most high-profile example? Yeah, I think a couple of things factor into it. Number one, success at lower levels, when you have a name like Scott Frost has, I think you walk in with a little bit more cachet. Number two, the expectations are wild. So, like, look at Lance Leipold as a buddy of mine. And Lance 
was a coach at Wisconsin Whitewater, Division three school, won a bunch of national championships. And when he left that school to go to the next level in coaching, he was pretty calculated. He went to Buffalo, where it took him a couple of years. Then he got some traction, and now he's at Kansas. And we all know Kansas is a bad football program. But also, if I talk to 20 insiders right now, they'll tell you Kansas is headed the right direction because Lance is doing the right things the right way. But it takes time. What happens when you're Scott Frost is the minute you walk in the door, I mean, A, you think because you're Scott Frost and it's Nebraska, you're going to recruit as well as everybody else. That's not true. And B, you're, you think that, like, there's going to be this level of you come in and everybody's going to love you so much you get grace. It's the opposite. You get no patience at all. So, you're Scott Frost. I, I still don't know that Scott's really a great coach. I feel like he was an okay coach at a lower level of football that had some success. And now all he is is a coach that can't win big games. Like, it, it's kind of wild. Any chance they get it turned around, Fitzy? Or I, I realize now, what is it, seven straight? that they've lost by single digits, or is it like our old friend Gary Parrish says, once you're on a hot seat, going to be tough to get off. Is it done? Is it over for Scott Frosser? Can he turn this thing around? No, I think it's over. And and it's because of losing the close games that it's over. Like, it's not because he's losing games. Anybody loses games. Uh, it, it's because he loses one-score games. And because if you look at his record against the teams that, that have winning records, it's awful. If you look at his record against – Ranked opponents, it's awful. If you look at his record in close games, it's awful. Like, at some point, you've got to look at it and say, man, this just isn't working. Your coaching should make a world of difference inside two minutes, and it does make a world of difference. It's just the wrong difference for Nebraska. They, they find ways to lose, and once that's part of your culture, I don't think you can fix it. Like, we're past the point of, hey, let's rebuild this, and now we're to the point that I think he's built it to what it is, and what it is isn't good enough. Yeah, they can't. They can't win close games. They can't win any games. I mean, that's the that's the biggest problem, right? They're just. I think they have like the third or fourth longest losing streak in the country. And and, and I think for Nebraska, you know, I know he threw the pick, but you know, you're running out of excuses here. Your, your quarterback was was really good for eighty five to ninety percent of the game. You know, I think that's another damning thing about it is like he was throwing the ball all over the field, and they still couldn't get it done against the Northwestern team. That look, Northwestern took a big step back last year. In fairness they were more decimated by inexperience than most teams in the Big Ten last year. So that plays into why Northwestern, I think, is going to be a little bit better. But they looked underprepared. Nebraska looked underprepared. And Nebraska also, that defense gave up a ton of rushing yards to a team that's not that great in most of those categories. So, like, I, I just I think this was a damning loss for Nebraska. And it's a statement that Nebraska right now as a program is not what Nebraska was in the 90s when they were on TV every week. Nebraska as a program is – kind of mid-level, like, uh, I think my, the, the real expectations, and David Pollock and I argued about this in our prep meeting on Friday for College Football Live. He said, you know, look, Bo Pelini won 10 games a year there every year. Cool. This is not that era of Nebraska. I think Nebraska is now a seven-win team more years than not, and their alumni is never going to accept that. So I, I think they're, they're in that cycle of irrelevance that is the most damning spot you can be for college football. You know, Mike Norvell, a, a guy we're paying close attention to, obviously, haven't been the coach here in Memphis, going into an important year, it feels like, obviously, with Florida State, and especially with just Fitzy, not the question, but with what's going on with Dion right now. What, what should happen in this LSU game this week? I mean, should they uh, – obviously, they're in transition, and yet it's Brian Kelly. Is, should this be a game where you expect – Florida State to win it. I realize it's in New Orleans. That's still a you know a tall ask, or based on where Mike Norvell should be, or you know what what are you sort of expecting in this one, and what should the expectations be for Mike Norvell? I don't think I've been more wrong about it than I was about Mike Norvell. Mm-hmm. Let me let me be really honest about that. And 
you know, I, I, part of it's because I drank the Kool-Aid at, at Memphis, right? And I, I watched it, and you spend 10 minutes around the guy, and he's got sort of a an energy that you can see why it translates. But, y'all, like, at the NFL draft, I had the opportunity to talk to him for a couple of minutes just asking about Jermaine Johnson the second and what teams we're going to get. And I say this, you know, understanding that, like, look, everybody's in different spots on different days. The day that I talked to him at the NFL draft, he actually seemed kind of nervous as a personality. It just seemed like everything was overwhelming him. And that's the exact opposite of the Mike Norvell I saw down on Beale, right? Like, yeah. that's the exact opposite of the Mike Norvell we saw. I think Mike Norvell has lost his swagger. I think he's lost locker room. And because both of those things have come together, now it's, a, it's not even about winning against LSU. It's can Florida State come out and look really competent consistently? Can Florida State come out and look like they are a good football team? I say this all the time in the NFL. There's a difference between being a playoff team and being a good football team. Two very different things. Florida State doesn't need to just worry about being a bowl-caliber football team. They need to look like they actually know what they're doing on the field, and they haven't. Like I, I think this is going to be – this year, because of the lack of confidence that the locker room seems to have in him and the way it felt for me 10 minutes in the room, the, the lack of confidence he even felt like he had in himself, I, I'm out on Norvell at Florida State, and I'm stunned to say that because I root for the guy. Yeah, no. It, 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 I think, again, it illustrates so the, how the tough it is to John's Just, point. Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech. You know, I mean, that, yeah. was, that was one where my, my default view was if you can come into Memphis and you could turn that, that program in that moment to an AAC, you know, champion, then, then you can, with all the resources that Virginia Tech has, you could certainly succeed there. But it's like you said, like, the, the grace is not the same. The, the grace is simply just not the same when you get to those big levels. And, and I think Fuente experienced that, Scott Frost is experiencing that, and Norvell is experiencing that every, every stop they're at. Maybe you've just opened my eyes to something, though. Like, maybe we should be talking about coach. somebody had tremendous success against lesser opponents. We use that as a reason to be cautious about whether or not they should be drafted high, right? Like, when we see kids make a leap in, in who they're playing against in college, we doubt them at every step of the way. We suddenly presume that coaches that seamlessly, and I, I don't know why. Like you sort of, we're talking, but to me, maybe we should realize more often than not that just like a quarterback can go out and kill everybody in you know the Mountain West, and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're going to be great if they're playing in the SEC. Maybe coaches are the same way, and if that's the case, then schools need to stop looking at the pipeline necessarily of small school to big school and continue to stay in the pipeline of can you make the leap within uh, a, a big school to an already big school opportunity. Yeah, we're talking to Jason Fitz, hosting the College Football Show this weekend for ESPN with A.J. McCarron, YouTube, Twitter, you know where to find it. It's great stuff. Uh, must-watch television. Speaking of Memphis, um, they start their season this weekend against Mississippi State. Uh, they got that win against the, them last year, controversially. Um, what what should Memphis aspire to be uh, as as sort of an outsider here? You know, not in Memphis on a national level. What what do you think Memphis in this new college football landscape should aim to be year in and year out? Cincinnati. I mean, I, I think honest exception on Cincinnati in the last three years, right and. You know, I know that Cincinnati's obviously had tremendous success, but I don't think what Cincinnati has done cannot be replicated by other uh, group of five schools, honestly. Uh, I mean, especially when you look at the transfer portal. What you have right now in the transfer portal are constantly players uh, that are going to be leaving group of five to go to power five. We're going to see it all the time. So the question becomes, as I often use this analogy, 
who can who can cook with the basket of ingredients that they've got the best, right? Like who can look at what they have and say, how do we make this something successful? Because you're going to be losing record numbers of players year in and year out. So, you know, I, I think that if you are a powerful group of five school right now, you have two things that you need to accomplish. One, you need to recruit really well in your area to the best athletes that you can that are maybe being overlooked. And two, you need to accept your status as a pipeline school that's constantly going to be running in between those athletes and the players that are trying to get to Power 5. Like, I just think that's the new reality in Transfer Portal. But that creates a great opportunity if you're a coaching staff with relationships, if you're a school that has some platform, if you're a school that can stand up and be the best within the group that you are in. I, I, I am still flabbergasted that Memphis did not get an invite in the expansion of, uh, you know, Power 5 conference. But while all of that is said and done, that is Memphis's opportunity to stand up and say, hey, especially in a uh, playoff realignment that I think when it expands is going to guarantee a group of five bid, Memphis's focus right now should be how do we make damn sure that that group of five bid goes to us every single year, and that's attainable in that city, in that market, in that area, in this recruiting landscape. That's attainable for Memphis. A lot of people up excited up in Knoxville, Jason, about the Vols this year and the possibility of a nine-win or more uh, season. What say you about the Vols? Is this the year they take another step up with Heupel? How much confidence in them you got? I got confidence in Heupel. Um, I got confidence in Pace, which is what their offense was built on last year. Mm-hmm. But I also have a lot of confidence in the rest of the single defense coordinator that is going to play Tennessee, spent time this offseason, watching film on that on that uh, on that pace of offense saying how do we stop it how do we shut it down yeah. and so you know what's the next layer for Heupel is a question that's going to be answered uh, who is Tennessee right now Tennessee this year should firmly I don't think they're in the category of Georgia who I think is getting disrespected but uh, there is a, a portion of me that thinks that Tennessee is very capable of cementing their their the second best team in the east and if you're the second best team in the east you just need one luck sudden you're in the SEC championship game. Like, that's that's real. I don't think that's where they are today, yeah. but I think that's the, the level they're rise to. So I don't think eight, nine wins is out of the question. And by doing so, I think we're going to start to see Tennessee in that how do they get to Georgia conversation by next year. Um, what do you make of, of Jim Harbaugh's strategy at quarterback? Uh, rather than name one, he's going to continue the tryout. Um, Cade McNamara is going to start the first game, and then J.J. McCarthy is going to start the second game, and then they're going to make a decision. Um, this is certainly unorthodox. Does it make sense to you? No. Uh, yeah, it would make sense to me if he had had like, tremendous success and he was the quarterback whisperer that gets benefit of the doubt. But every single time we see a quarterback come out on the field that we think you know, Harbaugh is going to be the answer for, it doesn't work. Like, uh, so to me, this is only going to make things more complicated going into the season, and it speaks to the fact that, you know, if they don't have that answer, they're in a much different category than Ohio State. Michigan is judged by can they beat Ohio State. Like, I think, y'all, like all of this confidence in Michigan today is going to be dead by the end of the year because Ohio State is gunning for them. And when Ohio State gets them, they're going to try and beat them by 50. Like, there's just no – the amount of animosity between those schools at this point and Ohio State is just flat out better. Like, I, I just – Ohio State's going to absolutely wreck them. The question to me is going to be what happens this year on a Michigan State team that has bigger expectations. But I think Michigan State can be competitive with and beat Michigan again. And if that's the case, the wheels can fall off of Michigan, and all of a sudden the three-loss Michigan team is going to be back in the should-we-fire-Harbaugh conversation was last year just lucky. Like, that's, that's the difference because, man, that, that offense is not good enough if they don't have those answers by now. 
Fitzy, I know it was preseason, and I'm not trying to speed anything up here, but it did feel like Malik Willis got better every week he went out there. What Now that we're done with preseason, what do you think the Titans have in Malik Willis? I think there was really good growth, y'all. Like, I, yep. I genuinely yep. I thought the growth was palpable. You can see it every week. And the best-case scenario is Mahomes and Alex Smith all over again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, would, I would tell Titans fans all day, every day, that the Chiefs didn't win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. In fact, you know, remember the last year that he was the starter, they didn't even throw a touchdown to a wide receiver. And then they made the change. They still made the playoffs. They made the change and they catapulted. Like, for the Titans, you want to catapult. Like, I know that, you know, obviously Ryan Tannehill is not loved by this fan base, but in a perfect world, Malik is sitting one, maybe two years, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's okay. I think the growth that we saw, though, is, is really substantial. And, my hope is that they find ways to continue to get him work. Like everybody else wants to see packages where he's on the field running the football. I don't really give a damn about that. Like I, I think talking to Field Yates on Friday, we were hosting radio together, and the number of times he kept talking about like Trey Lance and how the 49ers are willing to take a small step back this year if it gives them a quarterback answer for the next 12 to 14 years, right? Like we keep forgetting that that's the equation here. It's not about this year. It's about the next 15 years if you've got Malik Willis. So I, I want the Titans to be patient. But, man, I've been blown away with every week how it seems like the one thing he didn't do well last week, yep. he does okay this week. Like, it's it's impressive. Yep, I agree. Fitz, you're the Fitz, best. Fitz, you were impressive. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, brother. Always appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Yes, Pleasure. sir. He is Jason Fitz. Joins every single Monday here on the show. Yeah, man, I, I think that's where we are with Malik Willis. I, I do. I think I, you know, I, Patrick Mahomes is, is obviously like I, who, I'm not willing to go that far. But in terms of the situation, in terms of how there's an incumbent quarterback. Yeah, he can sit. Yeah. That's the point. And, um, and, and, you know, in this day and age, are you really sitting for two? No, he's only – no. I, and I, you know, know what I, I mean? And they can get off that money with Tannehill next year Yep. in terms of cap. So – just, I wouldn't even be surprised if it's at, at the end of the season they make that change. You know, the Titans are out of the playoffs, you know, by week 15. You oh, just, if they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, over. I don't see any reason yeah. to hold on. Yeah. You may as well start developing them. Um, but the, but they'll be in the hunt, John. They'll be in the hunt. They'll be in the hunt they'll, for that division. It'll, it'll be a tough road yeah. for them, though. It'll yeah. be a, that, that schedule is a beast, man. I'm telling you, that, that, that out-of-AFC-South well, division schedule is absolutely – Monstrous, um, but yeah, I, look, I, and you guys know I find any reason I can to to diminish oh, the Titans. Can't hate on Malik Willis right now. No, he's he's doing Looks some like the big time things. Absolutely. All right, uh, we will come back here on the show. Jason and John, Turn FM, yes. Jobs with the best. Go with the best today. Start earning more tomorrow. Sky Moore is a rookie receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he got hit with the rookie dinner bill. Uh oh, twenty two thousand. Yeesh. $22,000. Well, they had a steakhouse there in uh, Kansas City. That's part of it. That is part of it. <clears throat> it's good to not be Sky Moore today, isn't it? I hope he's getting the ball. Man, he's going to need to. Mm-hmm. He's going to be paying that one off need for some a while. Yeah. He's going to have to have uh, Drew Rosenhaus going to have to front that one. You know? It ain't, it ain't like he was a first rounder. Gonna do it for us today. Thanks, uh, of course, to Jason Fitz for joining us on yep. the show. Gene Out on Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it for Jason. I'm John. We're gone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.